It's your boy Tommy via Raw Sex. We're going to jump right into it. And here we have another case like we had with Chloe Bailey a couple months ago of a black woman with a platform going out of her way to talk about um, basically black women that were telling women that they don't need a man, you know. And it's Nicki Minaj this time. Now, I don't have to do as much research with Nicki Minaj as I did with Chloe Bailey. But I'm just going to give you a quick rundown, okay? The woman has never been single, okay? The woman has, once again, hear me loud and clear. This rich and famous woman has never been single. She is married right now to someone that most people would consider technically, if we're looking at status, is beneath hers. Actually, she's never dated a man equal to or above her status. Okay? She came into Hollywood with a man, Safari. She was with Safari for how many years? How many years? Didn't marry him for whatever reason. I don't know if he didn't propose. I don't know if it was a mutual thing. I don't know if she was just rejecting him. But she was with the brother way before she got famous. And pretty much for the first, like, eight to ten years of her celebrity so all those years where we watched Nicki Minaj become the Nicki Minaj she is now she had a man in her life I'm about to show you guys two things at once alright so keep listening to me alright soon as she got done with Safari it wasn't that long before she was with Meek Mill she was with Meek Mill for a couple months soon as she got on with Meek Mill it was not that long before she was with Kenneth Petty who she is now currently married to right not to mention the men that we probably don't even know about. The ones that she probably just slept with, whatever. But we're just going to go off what we do know. That your whole career, you've been you've been publicly associated with a man. You are now married to one. And you love this man so much that you didn't even care about how his reputation, which is unfortunate if you listen to the real story, but still, nonetheless, his reputation would affect you. I don't even want to say what that man has what that man is technically labeled as because I don't feel like he should be labeled as what they label him as. But if you're familiar with Nicki Minaj and Kenneth Petty, then you already know. But we not we don't do that here. Right? And and I would advise if you don't know, don't go look it up. But you know, for who for those who are in the know, you understand why I'm mentioning this. That's love. It takes love to, especially in today's society, especially for a modern woman, especially for a modern black woman, especially for a modern rich black woman to take on such a heavy risk. You know? To take on such a heavy risk just to be in a relationship that you don't need. Now let's look at the other side. Okay, I could have came in this way first and then went to the, to the to this way, but I, it don't really matter in my opinion. Your first person that really puts you on, these are people like Waka Flocka, Gucci Mane, um, okay, yeah, Birdman, but who's the brother next to Birdman, the, the other one, the one that's more silent? I, I forgot his brother's name, Slim or something like that, Ronald, Reggie, something like that. Right? Them, Mac Maine, Lil Wayne. And then you were you you emerged onto the scene with between two groups that were full of men. Brick Squad. 1017, Brick Squad. 
which is Gucci Mane, his his bros, Waka Flocka, his bros, at French Montana. He was like the extension because he was with, with Deb, Mizay, Mizay Entertainment, right? Aunt Deb, the only woman that's really involved in this equation. But it was men shopping you around. Big Fendi, oh snap. How we figured out we can't leave Big Fendi out. Big Fendi was a very key, vital part of Nicki Minaj's career. For any Nicki Minaj fan listening out there, you know that. For anybody who just even is aware of Nicki Minaj, you know that, right? We can't deny Big Fendi. So it was mostly men who not only gave you your career, gave you an opportunity, let you be a woman in it too. Y'all ever notice that? They let her be a woman and they embraced whatever it is that she wanted to promote. They let you be a woman. They let you come in the game and not just be looked at as, oh, yeah, she's good for a female rapper. They let Nicki Minaj just be a good rapper. Am I lying, y'all? We as a culture... The fans, the DJs, the everybody. I feel like Nicki Minaj is one of the first female rappers, in my opinion, that was really allowed to just be a rapper. Not just a female rapper. At the time, it wouldn't have been fair anyway, because who would she been competing with? Nobody was out. She was the only female rapper that was out, out for a long time. And it wasn't too many women running to work with you, Nicki Minaj. Out of jealousy and out of the fact that let's keep it real. Women empowerment is a lie. There's no such thing as this whole BBLU, right? Which is bad, you know, B words link up and girl power and women got to stick. Women don't stick together. It's not in your nature to stick together. The only thing that's in your nature, in your most natural nature, the one that you rebel against the most, because Satan has a hold on modern women, is believe it or not, is tending to a man. It's not even tending to children. First, believe it or not, it's tending to a man. That's why you do so well when you when you do that. That's your first and truest nature. That's the first thing that you were created to do. They don't like to hear that, but they like to they like to talk. Some of them like to use the Bible or science and anatomy, but these things tend to hold up true. Truth to what I'm saying, at least. So when I so when you hear a, a Nicki Minaj come out of her way, when asked a question that had nothing to do with men, feel the need to put down men like it's almost like women feel like they can't lift themselves up without putting down whoever they feel is the com- competition or the comparison. But men are not neither your competition nor your comparison, nor do us type of men care to me. Now, there is a group of men who clearly want to be compared to you, clearly want to compete with you, clearly want to be in all y'all sacred spaces. But see, those men you guys seem to turn a blind eye to. You know why? Because they dress up like you. Uh, we're not going to go there today. Uh, Nicki Minaj, though, it really bothers me to see women speak like this. It really does because... First of all, a lot of the times I've noticed the women that speak like this are usually women who are always either vigorously like in relationships your whole life. All we see is men that have helped you. And the fact that you're bold enough to say that, knowing these things to be true, it just shows a lack of respect that women in general have for men. Men cannot speak like that. We cannot go out of our way when not even asked anything contingent upon the answer that a similar answer like she gave and just put down women and talk about how they're not necessary and we don't need them. Right. As we sit there and then go home to one, 
We would have to answer to our own wives for saying something like that, even though she should know better. We'd have to answer to our own sisters, our daughters, our mothers. You know, my sister has questioned me about a lot of things based off of the content that she knows that I create. And it's like, my whole argument is, you're nothing like the women I'm talking about. Why do you even care? They don't care. They just don't like to hear the men speak about them in anything less than praise and worship. Right. So out of respect, we tend to most of us sway away from doing these things. But these women, they never tend to sway. They don't mind getting on the Internet and literally saying men are terrible. I mean, literally, I mean, when you think deeply about that and the fact that it's allowed. Right. What does that tell society? What does that tell young boys and young girls that this is actually must be true because nobody's really fighting it. Nobody gets in trouble for saying it. Why do you think white people stop saying the N word to your face? Why do you? What happened to all the race white people? You ever know? You ever think about that? Like where they go? Like did they just get a group chat in like 1990 and be like stop? At least being outward with it. Like you know what happened, right? Well, it became something that they got chastised for in every department of life, at work, at school, on TV, in movies. It became a thing. Look at this anti-Semitic is is becoming more of a thing now. Homophobia is becoming more of a thing. But there's still something you can do is sit there and literally degrade men to every realm of possibility and get away with it and say things about men that men cannot say the equivalent about women the type of things that women say about us if men were to say the equivalent it'd be a lot of trouble it'd be a lot of canceling a lot of people would be losing stuff a lot of a lot of bad things would happen but when it's reversed you can say things that don't even make sense Yes, Nicki Minaj, you are a clear-cut example of exactly why women do need men. The fact that you can go into someone's platform and do that, because I'm I'm going to go ahead and just guess and assume that whatever platform she stated this on, some man has the last say as to what goes on. I mean, just imagine a woman allowing us to go into her magazine and speak red pill. And we might not even say red, uh, rude things or blatant just things like that. We might just simply just say a couple of truths about most women. And do you really think that we would be allowed to go into a magazine that's owned by women and, you know, uh, the board members are women and, and, and speak like that? You know? Um, and uh, it was Candace Owens who brought this to my attention. I think everybody should go today, actually, and go watch the Candace Owens episode on her podcast on YouTube. If you have, I have Daily Wire subscription, but you don't need a Daily Wire subscription to see it. And just put her, just look for the one. I think it's episode forty, and she um, she speaks about um, Candace Owens speaks about Nicki Minaj. As far as Nicki Minaj, hold on, I'm finna show you guys. Well, not show you, I'll tell you. Um, and it's yeah, it is episode forty. So you can put in Candace Owens podcast EP forty, or you could put in Candace Owens how I really feel about black women, where she talks about black women. Because let me explain to you what happened. So. She did a video defending Kyrie Irving for his so-called anti-Semitic remarks, right? Which simply was him literally posting a documentary, a link to a documentary called From Hebrews to Negroes. That's it. He didn't disrespect anybody. He just posted a documentary that it, it, it exists. 
Um, and now, because of them making a big deal out of it, the documentary actually is number one top sell and top viewed on Amazon. So the thing about it is this. After she stated what she stated or whatever like that, uh, in regards to defend him, here comes a black woman, of course, saying basically saying that she wished that Candace Owens would defend black women too. And it's like my whole thing is this, and now I want to get onto black women. Now I'm about to get onto y'all. I am. Why is it that seeing someone defend us bothers you so much that you just feel the need to jump out and say, "What about me too?" When you're not even involved with the situation. See, she's speaking on something specific. I could see if Kyrie Irving was in trouble for saying something about Jewish people, and so was, let's just use Nicki Minaj, a black woman, in trouble for saying something about Jewish people. And she only defended Kyrie, but so you're like, hey, what about Nicki? Why you ain't saying about Nicki, right? Okay, cool. But that's not what happened. There's only two people right now in trouble for speaking about Jewish people. If you want to say technically three, but one of them, he already got his slap on the wrist. That was Nick Cannon. That's Kanye West and Kyrie Irving. Why is it that you feel the need to come in and include yourself in everything everyone is doing all the time? That's hatred. That is selfishness. That is low self-esteem. That is insecurity. That is satanic in its nature. That you can't let someone have a moment. You know what sympathy means? It means suffering. It means to suffer with someone. I'm going to suffer with you because I noticed that you're sad. I'm going to suffer with you because your husband broke up with you. I'm going to suffer with you because you lost a child. You have no sympathy that you feel like, yeah, 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 forget all that. What about me? Well, what about you? Did you say something anti-Semitic, ma'am? Well, well, nah, but what about them other times? Look, we'll talk about them other times another time. But let this man have his moment. You can't ever let a black man have his moment. It literally bothers black women for black men to have a moment. Now I want to say something else about black women. Because I've noticed, do a lot of women have a problem with men these days? Yes, obviously. You can look at the abortion movement and see majority of white women complaining about what men are doing to their bodies. However, however, thank God Brian Kemp won. I knew Stacey Abrams. I had a feeling she was going to win. Thank God. Uh, That's off topic. All right. However, You have to understand one thing when you're talking about these things, right? You're talking about um, that only you only see black women going out their way, literally going out of their way. Nobody asked them go out of their way to tell the world that you don't need men, that men ain't ish. This is the group of people who tell you this one day and then they are the most dick addicted group of women in America, which means really in the world, because if you can be the most horny girl in America, you are the most horny girl in the world. These are women who literally cannot stop talking about penis. These are women who literally dress to highlight every sexual side of them that could possibly exist. These are women who spend hours upon hours scourging the internet for content to either comment negative things about like Kevin Samuels fresh and fit or watching a bunch of relationship stuff that makes them feel good like Steve Harvey or Derek Jackson or something like that. These are women who love to tell the world that they're the least desired and why don't nobody want to be with them? These are women who literally go toe-to-toe with men. I mean, they literally fist fight men on camera. They argue with men on the internet. They get in men's faces. They threaten men. These are the only group of women that are literally known to threaten 
cause to cause physical danger to men and the thing that they're using to threaten that man is another man like men are disposable goons to them like we're their henchmen this is a group of people who literally would be in a relationship with a man for five plus years have kids with them and never require that that man put a ring on her finger no other race of woman is known for that as much as you you have serious men issues. You are also one of the leading examples when people are using examples to show why single parenthood is nowhere near beneficial for children, especially young boys, and how it affects them through different statistics. We usually have to turn to using a black woman as an example. You are the face of single parenthood. And the results of it are literally running rampant through this world in almost every jail cell in this country. How do you get off sitting there talking about men every day of your life? You're obsessed with men. It's an obsession. And I'm not saying that really in a bad way. It's just what it's eating you because you're so obsessed with men because you know you can call these dudes ain't ish all you want by the end of the day you can't stop at least at the bare minimum getting piped down by them you know i've noticed even in the black lesbian community it's very common for them to use male genitalia toys strap-ons i've even met or heard of uh, uh what you call it dyke girls who literally walk around with a strap on in their pants i mean you can't get away from men even when you get away from them one of the easiest ways to control a black woman and to get a black woman to lose her own value is to literally put dingling deep inside of her i i hate to sound so raw about it especially as a christian man but you got to keep in mind i have not always been a christian man so i know a lot of things about the world and I've literally watched black women be controlled ultimately by penis. I mean, that's how raw it gets. Not even by intimacy or I just love him. They literally, I've watched black women literally, and you could tell too, that they genuinely do not like the man. There's nothing about him that they like. They think he stinks. They think he's ugly. They don't think he make enough money. They don't think he treats her right. But they will stick by his side because according to them, as it, black women so proudly tell us, he got some good D, girl. He got some good, I ain't gonna lie. Whatever, right? They literally they literally will be destroyed. They let their life be destroyed by useless men just because they like the D. Which makes you wonder, like, dang, if you don't like anything about him, how'd you even get to the D? It's not like he just walked up to you butt naked with his thing hard in his hand, right? There had to be something that happened. How did you get to that point if you, if you like these things? If you didn't like them. So that just shows you how controlled by men you are. And that's why you're always the most controlled by men. And you get the least results from men. It's because you rebel against men the most. It's just an energy thing. It's literally simply an energy thing. Your energy is offsetting to men. It's upsetting to men. It keeps men at a distance. And then you wonder why uh, nobody wants to be close to you. You wonder why the same man that hits you. Impregnates you and leave you. He'd go run off and marry an average looking Spanish or white or Asian woman too. He will leave your fine self and go run off and marry her. He won't ever put his hands on her. He won't ever raise his voice at her. He's going to love her. He'll go to therapy for her. He'll do everything that he would never do for you or with you, whether you demanded it or not. 
and you wonder why. Well, first of all, we know what you're going to do as soon as I reject you, as soon as I don't bend to your will, right? You're going to go run and trash me. You have a reputation of running and trashing your men as soon as something doesn't go right. You are known for that. There's no other group of women that literally run to the internet every day and say the shameless things that you guys say. You don't think the world pays attention to that? You think your men, after a while, don't really notice that your women, I mean, their women are the only women who do this to them? You will go out there and embarrass us every day. You have a list or a vault full of insults that are just, full of insults that are just horrendous, full of insults that are just next level. We don't see other women that even complain about men, speak about men the way you do. You get on the internet and brag about how sexual you are and I could do all these tricks and you love to tell the world what you won't do for them. I ain't never going to do that. Oh, I would never do this. Uh Uh-uh, these men need to... I mean, you literally make men seem like a full-time enemy, like a job for you. And then turn around and complain about every time a black man dates a white woman or says he got a passport because Dominican women are more feminine or women from Thailand or the Philippines are more feminine. You turn around, you get on the Internet, you run and you make jokes and try to act like it doesn't bother you, which if you make a video about something, it must have some type of stain in your life because you went and talked about it. You stopped what you was doing and made a, a very good, well, you know, quality video to talk about these things, it must be somewhat bothering you. I'm not afraid to say that this bothers me because it's annoying now, becomes redundant. And I know that it has an effect on not just black women, but other women as well. Because black women are running culture right now, you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of white men, Spanish men would thank me for speaking out the way I'm speaking out right now, simply because they're starting to realize that this black girl mentality is being spread out into their women. And now I've even noticed a lot of white girls and Spanish girls doing things I never thought I would see a white girl or Spanish do. And we have to have that conversation pretty soon as well. This this Glorilla, FNF, you know, uh, Megan Thee Stallion, WAP, this Nicki Minaj, this, this, I'm bad. I don't need nobody. I do whatever I want to do. I'm going to run from everything in my life. I'm going to cover up my insecurities and mask it completely with false sense of arrogance. I'm going to run to the internet and tell the internet every single thought that comes across my mind. I mean, geez, Louise, I'm going to get on the internet and show my butt. I'm going to, I'm going to put stumbling blocks in front of men who are trying to do good. I'm going to promote evil, wicked, nasty, disgusting, foul lifestyles to younger girls, even though I know the consequences of them. I'm going to become as antisocial as possible. I'm going to become this rude, unreliable, yet completely a liability to any business they walk into because you never know if they're going to destroy the place if they get upset about 25 cents on ranch like they did in New York City not too long ago. If you're going to jump somebody or beat somebody up or call up your home, well, I got somebody for you. I mean, we, we just don't know what's going to come from this group of people who literally have, it seems like, platforms to literally say anything at all, to threaten violence, to threaten all kind of destruction to do all kind of divisive things throughout the world and divide people up in different ways and try to project different things on the people. Be hypocrites, contradict yourselves. I mean, play victim one day, play 
everybody wants to be like me and I'm the best. I'm the most educated the next day. This is starting to spread in ways and you're starting to notice that it's such a black girl thing that when white women do it, even white women who are as pasty as can possibly be, who are as white as can possibly be, when they do these certain things, they have to do it in a black girl manner because that's the only place that they've ever seen it. And so now you have this suburban or country white girl who for literally five seconds or 30 seconds or however long it takes to imitate what they've seen only with black women. They almost sound right. And I hate to say this because I don't like I don't like how we think like this. But I mean, for lack of better terms, they almost have to literally sound like a black woman to do it or have black girl mannerisms, typical black girl mannerisms, you know, the typical shenane type mannerisms when they do these things. You know, um, I even know someone, not to go into too much detail, but they are a Spanish woman and when they have to, and I know they're doing it jokingly, but when they, when they do certain behaviors that are not black people things, they're just behavior, but there's such behavior that you only see on love and hip-hop and with the black girl she has to literally change her voice she doesn't know how to make this same joke this common joke that she makes with me um without doing that and i and i feel like it's such an innocent thing right like she doesn't consciously say oh i gotta make my voice to a ghetto black girl to make this joke but there's no way to make that joke sounding anything less that when someone has to literally become like a whole group of people to just make a simple statement. That means that that statement is a reflection of that group of people because that's why you did it. That's why you did it that way. That's why you didn't just keep your regular voice when you said it. That's why you didn't keep your regular hand movements or body language when you said it. You you lined yourself up to imitate what this group of people does because it's just like, okay, if I was to say something like, hell Hitler, I don't be like, hell Hitler. I'd be like, hell Hitler. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have to, can you make fun of these white, these neo-Nazis or these Nazi white people who would say something stupid like that? You see what I'm saying? So you, you would change your voice to sound like them. You know, you don't be like, me and Billy Bob going down yonder. You're like, me and Billy Bob going down yonder. Because that's where that come from, is country hillbilly people that would say, Something like going down yonder, you know. You know, if you even if you're from New York, let me get into my New York accent real quick. You don't be like, yo, me and Billy going down yonder, trying to be funny, talking about country people. No, you gonna, yo, me and Billy going down yonder. You gonna try to sound as country as you possibly can because that's where you got that from. And it's kind of it goes back to what I was talking about that one time when I said when you look at a lot of homosexuals, black, white, it doesn't matter. A lot of transgenders, black, white, it doesn't matter. You notice that a lot of their movement, a lot of their language, it just, it so much resembles black girls. And to the point where even the whitest white boy, I seen this one super white gay dude and he just says something like, uh-uh, girlfriend, right? And he wrote his little neck. And it's just like, who does he remind you? He don't remind me of no white woman talking like that. He don't remind me of no, even no Spanish woman talking like that. But who does he remind you of? The black woman. So it's like, you know, you know, but we will talk about that another time. We have already spoke about that. But the, my point is for it to be such a common thing, right? These women, these black women in particular love to go into the Internet, love to go out to the world and tell everybody they don't want a man. They don't need a man. And it's almost like an insecure thing, in my opinion. It's like. I don't know. It's kind of like you're covering up for something like, you know, like you're um, making up for something that you you like. It's almost like you speaking 
I mean, to me, it'd be like if a dude just felt the need to tell everybody he has a big penis. Like, what, did you assume that because you're short? Let's say like a five foot four dude, like, we would assume that you must have a, like, it's like, you, you, like, why are you telling us? Like, who asked you that? Like, does that make you feel big? Like, do you feel bigger? Like, do you feel like more accomplished? Like, like if you could somehow, some way act like you don't need or that women don't need men. Men, men need women and women need men. That's how God created it. He, he created us to need each other and then ultimately need him to make that each other thing work. See, that's why black women don't understand it. That's why most of them are single moms these days and everybody else is married. And I'm not saying it to make fun of them, right? I'm just saying it in truth. And that's why, because they keep running from the God part of it. You know, they, they, they want to be the God part of it. They keep running from the God part of it. See, I want you to think of a triangle, right? And put God at the top of the triangle, put husband on the left, put wife on the right, right or wrong, right? At the bottom. See how far they are from each other? Husband and wife. If you put husband at the at the bottom point of a triangle, the bottom left point, and wife at the bottom right point, or man or woman, if you bring the man and woman together, the only way to bring them together is to scoot them up the lines, right? Those uh, those lines, right? Those right angles, to to is to move them up. The further you move them up, the closer they'll get to each other. But the only way for them to get close to each other, they have to also technically be getting closer to God. So I need you to realize that as, as long as black women think that they are their God, which I, what I've noticed is a lot of them, even the ones who believe in God, they've put themselves at the top of that pyramid. And they put the man and God at the bottom. That's why women, black women are so known to say things like, I'll submit to a man when he shows me or when he does. They, they, that's why they make their femininity contingent upon what a man does, not who they are, period. You see what I'm saying? So at that point, what you'll never get to show your true femininity if you don't meet the right man then. See, as a man, I'm going to show my masculinity single or taken or whatever because I don't look at women like, I'll be a man when I meet the right woman. <laughs> you know how like weird that sounds, right? You know, like, can you imagine a bunch of men trying to put a price tag on their masculinity? Like, come buy this masculinity that you've never had a taste of. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I've never shown you anything, but just buy it because I'm saying that it's there. <laughs> like, man, for me, I have no practice, right? Because I've literally ran from it my whole life. Y'all don't hear me, though. Y'all, y'all not hearing me. I'm go just going over a lot of y'all head. I have no practice with it. I've never actually had to show it. But you should just trust that it's there. And by man, yeah, like I was saying, um, that's why they say things like that. This is a group of women who are literally known for exposing their hand every time. The only reason why it hasn't been fully chastised is because y'all don't see the expose. I do. Tommy Sotomayor does. Andrew Tate does. Kevin Samuels does. Media tutorials and reviews. These people do. And some women do as well. That's why there's just pearly things girls blowing up because she sees it as well. Women like that are winning because they're seeing it as well. And they're able to now actually go back and work on themselves and not keep lying to themselves and wondering why they're not getting the results and why they feel the need. I mean, think about how much credit you're technically giving men that when you're discussing your success and what you've done in your life, like Nicki Minaj was doing in that article, which if you want the, to know more about that article, you should go watch that Candace Owens episode. So I'm going to go ahead and throw the ball to Candace. In a second here, what you have to realize is that what Nicki Minaj is saying when she says that you're giving men more credit than we even want. Honestly, 
like why did why did your success have to be mentioned with me why did why did why did i have to be a part of your success conversation why you just say that you did these things thank god thank yourself whatever thank you to these people why do you have to make it this thing like women don't need men women don't need men so divorce kenneth what'd you do if he died right now like you know what i'm saying like you you sound stupid almost and selfish because now you're a mother so and the mother last time i checked the father of your child is also your husband it's funny that these girls who talk all this big talk and these rap music you all they they go do things the right way though it's funny all these so-called hoes beyonce kim kardashian rihanna uh all these women is is pregnant by men that they they, they were married to they tell y'all to go live your best life, but they go do things the right way. You know, this is why this is another reason why God didn't want us to idolize things, because he knows that these so-called things that we idolize are always going to lead us and leave us. They're going to lead us and leave us. They're going to lead us to the wrong place and leave us in the wrong place. Look at it. They got you thinking one thing, but they all who do you know she said who runs world girls but then when she with her husband she walked behind him with her head down beyonce that one yeah and and it's sad about this world we live in is most people aren't smart enough to realize it so they're listening to Nicki minaj and this is why this is important to talk about they're listening to Nicki minaj say hey you know we don't need men right but they'll ignore the fact that she's never been without one See, I have eyes to see that. So if I, even if I was a girl, I would hope I would still have these eyes to see that. But clearly, a lot of y'all don't have the eyes to see that. Like a lot of y'all gonna, y'all would read into what she said and forget that Nicki Minaj has never been without a man. Does she even know what it means to be an independent woman? She's always had a man by her side, helping her with something, helping her with something. What are you talking about? It's not women running to help y'all. Look around, ladies. Some of the best advice a lot of y'all have ever got before was from a man. You trust men more with wisdom. You trust men more with business. You trust men more with friendship. When are y'all going to stop trying to run from us and feeling the need to put us down or being scared or being too prideful to make us feel good and give us some credit and just admit that you love men and that you pretty much live your whole life based off what men think about you. It's men that give you the compliments when you put on your good makeup. It's men that walk up to you in the middle of the store in front of anybody and tell you that your hair is beautiful. It's men who literally purchase into this brand that you've you've created. It's men who follow you on your Instagrams. It's men who like all your pictures. And people say, well, Tommy, come on, likes, Instagram, are you talking about this now? Yes, these things mean a lot to these girls. They don't want to admit that, but it does. They're addicted to these things. It is what it is. I've already discussed this before. I'm not going to discuss it again. Right? Well, not right now at least. Okay? It's men who are your biggest consumers, your biggest fans, your biggest followers, your biggest security intel, your biggest intel, your biggest teachers, your biggest leaders. It's going to always be that way. For the Bible says you will wish to rule over him, but he will always rule over you. That was a part of your curse. We were cursed with from, only from the sweat of our brows while we will we eat. That's why we have to work hard. But you guys were cursed in that way. But you could keep running from us as much as you want. You could keep doing this all you want, because at the end of the day, it's so clear. 
we're always going to have a foot in your life in some way, form, or fashion. You can accept it and get most out of this relationship or you can keep trying to reject it and wonder why this relationship between us two is going into such trash and why it's having such a grand effect ultimately on you. Because there's always going to be this deep inner drive in you to latch on to what men are doing, to look up to men, to find somebody in your life. Some of y'all ladies, when you look around right now, who's the one that's always really hating on you? Who's the one that's always really treating you bad? It's not men. It's women. Men are always nice to you. You can lie all you want to. But if you go throughout a whole week in different people's faith, it's men who say, hey, how you doing? It's women who will be like, yeah, can I help you? It's men I see personally giving out food and water at red lights to homeless people. It's men that are doing all these great things. And women like to take credit for it when they do it. Men don't get any credit for it when we do it. And we don't take any for ourselves. But the truth of the matter is, is men out here really paving the way for y'all women. And a lot of the things that you're doing right now and saying, you're doing and saying them on platforms that were built and will always be ran by men. And I say that not because I don't think women can do it. But I say it because I don't think women want to do it. Women have been given so much freedom thanks to feminism and thanks to men, right? Because we were in control, right? And men gave y'all a lot of freedom, a lot of access to a lot of education and a lot of money. Women have more access to money than men do. That's a fact. That's a fact because y'all have access to y'all money and our money, right? Women have more access to money. This is how you have 18-year-old girls who've never sold a drug a day in their life. They've never sold even their body a day in their life. They've never done anything illegal. But at 18 years old, 19, 20 years old, they're millionaires. They've never worked. They've never went to school, but they're a millionaire. How does someone not work, not go to school, right? Doesn't sell drugs or scam. Doesn't even sell their body make money how does a man do that how does a how does a 19 year old who does not come from a silver spoon he's not a model he's not an actor a rapper or a ball player of some sort he's not a genius that created some type of app or something he doesn't sell any drugs or commit any crimes for money or do anything that's just a little too immoral for money like you know maybe some gay gay for pay type stuff right how does a 19-year-old man drive around in a G-Wagon Benz and live in a condo in Buckhead? You guys have more access to money. It's just a fact. It's a fact. You guys have a, a lot of y'all right now could think of at least one person in your life that you could call right now if you needed $1,200 today. And I guarantee you that person is more than likely a man. Whether it's your dad, your big brother, father, ex-boyfriend, boyfriend, the dude in the... I bet money. Some of y'all even know a couple dudes that you don't even talk to. How many men right now could genuinely say that you got women that you don't talk to that sit around pretty much dang near waiting on your beck and call? Women have that though. Almost every woman has a man like that. Whether they even notice it or not. There's somebody in your neighborhood, in your school, that would pretty much do anything for you. Now, I'm not telling you to go take advantage of him. I'm just saying that, that he's around. And I'm saying all this to say that with all of this access 
all of this access that you have, which you do have more access more than men. I think all of us know that. I don't see any of y'all running to infiltrate any infrastructure. So once again, let's go back to what I just said. We are going to continue to run these things. Elon Musk just bought Twitter, not a girl, not Oprah Winfrey, not Rihanna, not Beyonce. Elon Musk did. Kanye West just bought Parler, or at least uh, I think he bought some of Parler. Okay, not Beyonce, not Nicki Minaj, not Oprah Winfrey or any other rich woman. Kanye did that. Okay. So, with that being said, y'all are not in a rush to go and be leaders. Y'all don't really want to be leaders. You don't really want to have to be in control of things. You know, you don't want to have to go through what we go through to Elliot. I mean, you would love to have the control without the right, the, the, the passage that comes. You have to walk down to get to that control. So, it's almost sad that you feel the need to basically be a little short man driving this big pickup truck to overcompensate for your insecurities about being such a small man. You see what I'm saying? So, ladies, that's what this looks like when you have when you feel the need to go out your way when nobody asks you to go out of your way to put down men in order to lift yourself up. It's no different than the little five foot three dude driving that big old F three fifty that he done hyped up about four five feet and put some old monster truck wheels on there. You ain't no different than him. You no different than the loud guy in the room, loud guy in the room who usually is the most insecure guy in the room. We see through it, and here's the, here's the sad thing: real people see through it. So all the other women that y'all compete with, that y'all don't like to admit y'all compete with, yeah, all those women. They peeping y'all out. And I'm telling you right now, they are by choice sparing you. See, a lot of black people are not going to have about to say. And I'm going to just go ahead and just say it before I get up out of here. At any time, any day, if those other women want everything that you have, they'll take it. And it won't, it won't be hard, it won't be long, and they won't have to they won't have to spend too much. When I say spend too much, I mean that literally, and I mean that also metaphorically. They won't have to spend too much either. They take your man right now with no makeup on, no nothing. All they got to do is wave their real hair and smile at them. That's how easy you've made that. They see you every day talking about how men ain't this, men ain't that. Well, they'll just come snatch these brothers right up and all they got to do is be nice to them. That's it. Ain't you tired of your woman treating you like you owe her all this and she don't got to give you nothing? She's literally becoming more and more unattractive than she's ever been. She's becoming more and more rude than she's ever been. She's becoming more and more disgusting and foul than she's ever been. She's becoming more and more just delusional than she's ever been. Don't you want to come over here and be treated like a regular human being? Rather than get treated like trash? Buy some trash? Y'all don't want to hear that, but that's the hard, that's the hard, hard, honest truth. And trust me, other women are seeing it. Y'all making it real easy. And they're going to, they going to, if they ever decide to, you lucky that they got their own thing going on. Because if they was as, matter of fact, if they were as manipulative and conniving and as evil and resentful as y'all, you guys wouldn't stand a chance against them. I'm just keeping it real with you. You want to talk about men 
uh, the men you don't need, these men are starting to realize that they don't need you at all. You have literally diminished your own worth. You have taken the little bit of worth that you all, you did have and threw it into the trash. You have willingly given up your own worth. You have given up your own worth. Then you want to sit there and question someone like a Candace Owens. Candace Owens owe you nothing. You, you dragged Candace Owens through the mud for years, black woman. Let's talk about that. How you were one of her worst enemies for years. You're not even going to go into her childhood when y'all used to make her feel bad for being smart. And now she's getting somewhere and she's starting to come around for some black folk. Y'all like, well, what about us? Well, what about you? You, you should just be grateful that she's not trashing you. Y'all get away with a lot of poison, man. And you get to run your mouth a whole lot about a lot of people. Until you need them, one of them people. Until you want the validation of one of those people. Until you want the gratification from one of them people. Until you want some, some, some release from one of those people. Love to talk about you don't need your man. You don't need your man. It would be the first to, but how you how you the only group of people screaming you don't need your man, and also the only group of people complaining when your men don't want to be with you. That don't make no sense. That's what I'm saying. That's why a lot of y'all stories don't get taken. That's why there's no suffering. There's no sympathy for a lot of y'all because it's hard to sympathize with somebody who all over the place. We might want to sit there and cry with you. But we can't because by the time we sit down and we can actually cry with you, you you up celebrating. So we like, okay, yeah, all right, cool. All right, let me go get my party clothes on. Huh? I'll be right back. We come back in the house. Hey, what's up, y'all? And y'all over there crying again. And we're like, dang, but I done put on this. All right, let me sit down with her. And as soon as we sit down, you, you up celebrating again. Now, you not only you celebrating, you bragging and boasting too. Ha ha, I got a better job. Oh, y'all, uh huh. I'm more educated than all y'all. Aha, yeah, everybody want to be like me. Aha, I'm that B I T C H. Come on, bro. What are you? Are you the victim of? Are you the biggest victim in America, or are you the biggest suspect? Walk around always questioning people, always treating people like crap, always feel the need to put someone down. You can't even just talk about yourself. That's how we know your your whole reason for even being successful is just a revenge thing. Like y'all don't even really genuinely want to be successful people in life. Because you're every time you talk about your success, it has to be, yeah, and you know, my ex or these men out here or you know, white women, or it's always somebody why you can't just talk about your success, bro? Why you always gotta bring somebody else up, bro? It's your boy Tommy V of Raw Sex in the Mouth.